What's up, everybody? We back. This is the No Cap Podcast. Once again, you're in the building with your boy Javier Fresco. I'm in here with my folk. Snugs in general. What's happening, bro? Man, you already know, bliss, not stress. We ain't tripping, but yeah, we, we could still be. tripping. We could I don't, be. I, I don't even have to. You saying we ain't tripping or we is? I ain't tripping, but I could be tripping. But I am kind of tripping. It's confusing, bro. Like this whole week. Yes. I agree. We all kind of tripping, but before we even get into the to the week, well, I guess it's a part of the week. We want to do our hats off segment. This week, we want to take our hats off to Justin Timberlake and Colin Kaepernick uh, for paying the bail of protesters that are being arrested um, over the past week uh, over the George Floyd protest that's been going on. Very notable thing to do. Um, very noble thing to do. Um, you know, I just wanted to kind of shine some light on that situation, not to go out and encourage people to go get locked up, but to kind of just kind of shine a light on some individuals who's really willing to help, uh, to be financiers in this particular situation. No doubt. You definitely put out in the atmosphere that we're going to need financiers. You know what I'm saying? It's good to see people that's on the side of financing this movement, this cause. And it's not like, um, we go out here telling people to go and do something stupid to get locked up, but... We, you got to know who we're dealing with. You got to know what we up against. And when you stand for something, you know what I'm saying, people don't like to see that. So, uh, hats off to Justin Timberlake and Colin Kaepernick, man, you know what I'm saying, out here putting boots on the ground and putting their pot, putting their money where their mouth is, actually. That's a fact, because yeah. they don't have to do that. Yeah. For sure. No doubt. All right, man. So, we're going to roll into this one, bro. It's kind of a – it's been a crazy week. Um, you know, since the death of George Floyd, I think he actually passed away when we a little bit before we aired our last episode. So we kind of looking at a week in between the time that he was actually murdered in the streets. And you know, I think it was the to... day, the day of the last podcast. It was yeah. either the day of the last podcast or the day before. Yeah, so it was relatively. I know we talked about it, so I know we it was kind of briefly, yeah. fairly recent. Yeah, in yeah. that particular time, so. A lot has transpired, though, you know, just to kind of look fast forward to where we are now. A lot has transpired. There's a lot of things being said on social media by a lot of different people. A lot of people take a lot of different stances. Um, I've been engaged in a lot of these conversations as well on social media and kind of sparking the thought or sparking the conversation and trying to get a temperature of how people really feel about the situation. So we're just going to roll off into this one, man. A, A lot of people have been talking about um, the looting situation. Right. Um, it's a lot of people, you know, burning down buildings, breaking into buildings, stealing goods. You know what I'm saying? My auntie lives in Chicago. She said she seen somebody with a dolly. Now, check this out, bro. Somebody had a dolly with a washer and a dry on it, bitch. Whoa. That's like washer that's, and a dry. That's crackhead, like. Bro, that's beyond crazy. That's crackhead. It's <laughs> for real. <laughs> it's crazy. But, you know, and that's the type of thing that's been going on, you know, in a lot of cities across the country. Yeah. And that rises the question, a lot of, well, rises the thought that a lot of people are upset about the looting situation. So, we've been saying amongst ourselves in conversation that there's a lot of fake looting and looting for the wrong reasons. Yep. And I just want to kind of dive into that a little bit just to kind of paint the picture of how we feel about it because we're going to take a lot into account that a lot of people have been spilling over on social media 
but we want to kind of give our point of view on what we feel about the situation. I mean, with the fake looting situation, bro, it's like when you see these videos, you see these uh, teenage white kids, these these young adults, these skateboarders, these grunge kids, you know what I'm saying, these misfits that are already dealing with their own set of issues just looking for an outlet to release their anger. And it ain't just, they not for the cause. You get what I'm saying? They're not yeah. they're not enraged or they're not outraged because George Floyd was murdered in the streets of Minneapolis. They looking for an opportunity. They opportunists. You know what I'm saying? Like they're looking for they're looking for any opportunity to release their anger, you know what I'm saying? Or just to go get some, you know what I'm saying, to do something to do something outlandish. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then on top of that, you got a lot of people. Um, I know you was bringing this to my attention. You bringing it to my attention. A lot of people burn their own stuff down for insurance money. Right, right, right. A lot of business owners out there in the street, you know what I'm saying, destroying their own property because they can reap the benefit of their business being destroyed. And also, there's been footage out that, you know, showing the police actually vandalizing some of these businesses as well. So In Chicago. That was so crazy. Chicago police, man, they bashing windows in with their batons. You know what I'm saying? Like, whoa. Like, that's ridiculous. Right, yeah, like, it's true. like, and then it's like the, the riots themselves, the people leaving pallets of bricks in the streets. It's like you inciting riots or you want, it's like, man, it's, all of this is a plan to, to do some other stuff. You know what I'm saying? To, to work another agenda. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, definitely a lot of people feel like it's propaganda and it's alluding to something that's uh, on a grander scheme of what we actually living in the moment of right now. Exactly. That's you know, for all my conspiracy theories in the world, which I, you know, can kind of agree uh, with a lot of that the- th- those theories as well. But, you know, just to kind of go back to the fake looting, man, I think, you know, it's been a narrative that's being created that's trying to show that black people are animals and that, you know, we are, we don't know how to, First of all, we don't peacefully know how to take a stand. Then, <clears throat> second of all, it's like that we just don't we don't have a contr- any control over ourselves, and the only thing we want to do is get something for free. But like you said, a lot of this is being incited by other uh, races of people. Yeah. A lot of these fires are being started by white people. A lot of these stores are being broken into by white people, and yes. you know it's just a spillover of 85%. everybody going in and getting this shit. Eighty five percent. Yeah. You know, so I just don't like the false narratives that are being created. Like, there was an individual that got beat up, and, you know, the first thing that came out was he was trying to protect his business, but, you know, the story came out to be something totally different than what everybody suspected. And, you know, it's just a lot of false narratives that I really, really don't like people to try to push the negative about what's going on because at the end of the day, no matter what nobody's doing, ain't nobody outside killing a whole bunch of people because this could be a straight-out, all-out purge right now. This you know idiot what I'm outside waving a samurai sword like Avatar: The Last Airbender. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. He think he uh, I don't know what this man thought. <laughs> they washed cuz though. <laughs> they beat his ass, bro. You show up to an event like this, you know the cause, and you you against the cause. You put yourself in a situation where you were around a bunch of people who didn't support your same ide- ideology, and yep. then you go out and you attack people. With the weapon, what do you expect? And a lot of people kind of been on my back about me not feeling remorseful about what happened to the dude. I mean, I can't say that if I was in that crowd and he was coming to me with some shit like that, I wouldn't been one of the motherfuckers that beat his ass too. I would have watched, cause 
You see what I'm saying? Mean, I would have watched that man. It was another it's guy for me. out there with a crossbow. It was a dude, he exactly. rolled up and they, I think they pulled him out of his car or something like that. Or he was um, aiming a crossbow he lied about in the crowd. That, it was like, bro, would you come out here with a crossbow for it? Yeah, they didn't even pull him out of his car. He was outside his car. He was saying a lot of a lot of bullshit, and uh, he just started aiming that bitch at people. And they got on his and ass. Watched man, him, you know. Yeah, so I mean, <laughs> I, I can't feel sorry for people that do shit like that. I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? You can judge me. You can feel however you want to feel about it, but I can't feel sorry about for people like that. Nor can I feel sorry for people who kill innocent people and exactly. whatever happened to them happened to them. I can't feel sorry for that. I'm not the judge. You know what I'm saying? So it's not. It's not for me to judge people's actions. It's not for me to tell a person to do this this way, that way. You know what I'm saying? Which, you know what I'm saying, has been a, another part of the narrative as well. People trying to actually tell people how to protest in this particular situation. And I'm, for one, you know, not... I don't think I'm capable of telling you, hey, man, you should protest this way. You should feel this way. You should act in this way. Because there's no guidelines. There's no leadership. There's a lack of leadership. Lack there's of leadership. no guidelines. Yep. And they tell you how, you know, how to protest. You can look at how somebody protested in the past, but a lot of what people refer to right now... It's the same reason why we're still protesting today, because the way things were, were, were carried out, and now we, we're in a point where we can't be anything but, in some cases, you treat fire, fight fire with fire. So you become retaliating and you start fighting back violently in certain situations. And I'm gonna tell you like this, and we look at it a certain way, man. We just we're dealing with a pandemic, bro. We're dealing with a pandemic. We ain't even out of mm-hmm. the pandemic yet. And we're dealing with the aftermath of the pandemic. And we did not even the aftermath. We're dealing with the the side effects of a pandemic and people riding and protesting because they hungry, bro. You get what I'm saying? People people ain't eating, you know what I'm saying? People, their unemployment drying up and ain't taking care of bills and ain't doing what they need to do. So people out here taking any opportunity, any chance they got. Oh, they can't. Right, and go back to what you said, man, about people being opportunists. And this is my thing, too. You know, like I can't, like I said, I can't tell nobody how to protest. But when it comes to people that are the opportunists, you know, they are not the real protesters. They just out there seeking opportunity to get some free shit. Oh, they got they got this shit open. Let's go get this. And they're not doing it in the name of George Floyd or any other individual who's been killed by uh, an unarmed black person that's been killed by police officers. You know, they just out there just for the hell of it. I, you know what I'm saying? Shame on you. If you know what I mean? if you that individual, shame on you. Real talk. But if you out here and it's whatever you doing, I don't give a fuck. If you getting tear gas, you getting maced, you busting out windows, whatever it is. If you doing it for the cause of all these black people that just got killed for no apparent reason, who are unarmed, who have been unjustifiably killed, no matter what the system say about the situation. If you out there for that shit, then I, I, I can't tell you how you sit. You, know you can't tell you not to be angry. Yourself. You can't tell you can't tell you to retaliate out of your frustration and your anger because the Bible say, you know what I'm saying, the one of the books that say, be slow to anger. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It don't tell you not don't get angry. So anger so anger is a natural human reaction. It's a natural human emotion. So it's like, man, don't if you out there you bashing windows and you know what I'm saying, you riding for the cause of this man losing his life. And other young young black men and young black women, black people losing their life, then can't nobody tell you not to be angry. Can't nobody tell you not to be mad. But if you're an opportunist, 
Like, you just out here, like, man, all them niggas bust good stoke up, I'm finna go up in there. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's yeah. nah, bro. You know what I'm saying? You should be, you should be trying to sit in this time. We should be trying to stand up and be the people that we're created to be. Black people. Thanks. We need to stand and up and be the people that we are created, bro. We are the most magnificent, smart, athletic, beautiful people in the world. There's no other people like us. Black people. So why would you continue to let these people use use you for a false narrative? That's stupid to me. It makes no sense. So stop perpetuating a false narrative and get out here and be a real protester. If you're going to protest in anger, can't nobody tell you not to do that. Can't nobody tell you to fight fire with fire. Can't nobody tell you not to do that. Can't nobody tell you not to feel like that. But if you're an opportunist in the streets and you just you just out here to take this, man. I seen one video. It's two dudes, man, and they ran up in an uh, Apple store. You know what I'm saying? And they got two Mac, two Mac computers. These $3,000, $4,000 computers, two of them. Taking them back to the hood, selling them, you know what I'm saying? Like, stop perpetuating this foolishness. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. If y'all ain't if y'all ain't looting this stuff to uh to 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 go and make some money off of to fund something else that's gonna help us, that's gonna fund, yeah. you know what I'm saying, an organization that's gonna put some boots on the ground that's gonna be a defense uh for these people out here protesting their risk they man then chill out. For right. real. And I we've always felt though, you know what I'm saying, we talked about this in the past that the best way to kind of combat these type of situations is to hit uh, white America and corporate America in their pocket. In their pocket. Now, with, with, with that being said, we have seen a lot of white Americans taking a stand with us, which I like to refer to as allies. Yeah. Um, something that's often used um, uh, by Killer Mike. You know, when you refer to your white friends that they are allies because you got to think about, you know, a lot of white people helped progressive movement in the 60s. And we still need that same type of help because they have access to a lot of resources that we don't have today. So if you can't realize that first and foremost, then, you know what I'm saying, it's, it, you're really behind the curve. And that's what I'm saying, man. We get ready to do this Patreon episode. Everybody got to tune into this shit because we're going to drop a lot of game. We're going to give you a lot of free game right here, but we're going to get you with this. We're going to get you right with this Patreon shit, you know what I'm saying, to kind of help you. Uh, recondition your mind so we can really take yeah, a stand the, the way it need to be taken. To provoke some thought. To provoke some thought on how to do stuff. You know what I'm saying? On how to move on how to to build some real value as a community. You know, that's what you can look for when we on the Patreon. Come on the Patreon looking to take some notes on how we can build value as a community. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I can't tell you to believe totally in my doctrine, but it's a community. So iron sharpen iron. It's going to be a situation a to where we'll have a discord to where, you know, you can give your ideas and you can tell us what we wrong in it. We can correct each other. And that's how we do it. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's how we do it, man. We we support each other. So I'm, 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 I'm about this right now. So I like to give, you know what I'm saying? I'm a giver. Right now, I think we're going to drop just a little free nugget on y'all right now. Yeah. I mean, it's coming. It's coming to you. It's already been presented to you. But it's coming from another source. But 
um, we talk about the blackout situation. Right. This is a situation that, you know, me and, me and you have personally discussed. We spoke this into existence, bro. I swear, bro. And it's, it's crazy. Like, we do a lot of stuff on this show that y'all can go back and see that came into fruition after we spoke about it on this show. But a lot of shit that we talk about behind closed doors really, really happened. And it be made of shit like this, like this blackout. And then let just let you know that we was along the, the right lines when we were thinking about this shit. Yeah, most definitely. So let's just kind of, I mean, we know what it is now. I mean, do you, do you care to explain to people what it is? Well, today. Uh, they may not know. Well, we'll just go with what happened today, you know. Uh, today is Tuesday. We're recording this on Tuesday, uh, June the 2nd. Right? Yeah. So we're recording this on Tuesday, June the 2nd. They had deemed this blackout days for social media. Um, I have a couple of thoughts about blackout, the social media blackout. I feel like it was unsuccessful and successful at the same time. I feel like it was okay. successful at making it, uh, of trying to do something. You know what I'm saying? Approving a yeah. point. It's like, okay, we got a little bit of power. Um, I think it was unsuccessful and getting the point across. You get what I'm saying? Right. It was unsuccessful in um in action, I wanna say. You know what I'm saying? For and I can I can understand people's standpoint. I saw a lot of people saying that this is not the time for us to be quiet, but I saw this comedian that I follow, he was like, um <clears throat> his name Tony Baker, excuse me. He was like, I'm blacking out today for the amplification of my focus. You know what I'm saying? Not for, yeah. not for this to be something that everybody does. And I think we need to take that standpoint on this blackout. And I'm gonna get to, I'm gonna get to, you know, the 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 yeah. financial blackout. Take your just time, brother. Take your time. Take your time. So, with this social media blackout, it was more to it was more to to get a focused a focused picture of how it would look. If we were to stop using social media, how would it impact the 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 Mark Zuckerbergs and the the Jeff Bezos and the, how would it affect these people if we stop using their platform for a day? In and the sixties, markets that we influence on those platforms. Exactly. In the sixties, they call it a boycott, but now it's right. called blackout. You know what I'm saying? Like stuff is like ain't nothing new in the sun. It's always a better way to do it though. Right. So on July the seventh, they're calling for a financial blackout, which is only a boycott for you to keep your dollars in your pocket. This could be monumental. This could be very monumental. I agree. In the point that on the stance of if we if we were to boycott all major businesses, how much money they would lose? You got to see. Look what look what just happened during the coronavirus. Exactly. I live in Jackson, Mississippi, and we got a, we had an Outback Statehouse to close down. I told I drove by one day and I'm like, oh, Outback. Drove by the next day, they took the signs down. Yeah. Go to corral. We've been saying that a lot. Go we've to corral. Shut down. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, these businesses not even making it through the coronavirus. So exactly. think about if we pull our dollars, bro. If we pull and, our money, 
Right. And just to speak to the importance of that, I think the last episode we kind of talked about lobbying power. Yep. Like a lot of these corporations like the AT&Ts, these are the companies that I talked about last episode that uh that put millions of dollars into lobbying for the politicians that they want to push the agendas that they want pushed. Yep. While we on the other hand only have an entity that that puts in about $500,000 a year for their lobbying and with their lobbying power. But we got to understand the purchasing power of black people. Yep. First and foremost. We got to understand that. Once we understand that, we understand what that looks like once we take that away from the equation. Look at the shit that we buy. Look at how much of it we buy. Look how much money we willing to spend on brand, name brand type shit. You know what I'm saying? If we can just hold on to that dollar for a little while or even find a way to, to get that dollar circulating in black businesses. Because, yeah. see, that's, that's the second part of the blackout. Not only that we shouldn't spend money with white corporations, and I'm sorry if you're white and you're offended by what I'm saying, but this is what this is the truth of the matter. We ain't talking about black corporations right now because it's not that's not the issue at hand. Exactly. We're talking about corporations that are largely run by white people. So and that's what and that's what we're saying. Um, but you know, if you can take that dollar and circulate it in black businesses, get that circulating in the black community, imagine the impact that it'll have on our own communities. And imagine the impact that it would have on the other communities as well. You got to look at it from both sides. Have to look at it from both sides, man. Because at the end of the day, <clears throat> excuse me, I don't know what's the what's the what's the average amount of times that our dollars circulate our community once. Something like that. It's some. It's some. It's a minuscule. very low number. But the Jewish community dollar circulate seventeen times. Before it leaves exactly. the Jewish community. That means exactly. the Jewish, that means the kosher, the kosher sandwich shop, it's going to go to the kosher sandwich shop, then it's going to go to the dry cleaners, and then from the dry cleaners, it's going to go to uh, the shoe shine man, and then from the shoe shine man, it's going to go to a landlord, from a landlord, so on and so on and so forth, because they've established a community to where they can build wealth. We have not done sale. that. So that's what this it, social media blackout should do. That's what it should spark. It should spark. Exactly. That's what this um, financial blackout, excuse me. This financial blackout should spark, okay, we're not going to spend our money with such and such. We're not going to go to Walmart. We're going to buy our goods from someone who owns a black store. You get what I'm saying? We buy black.com. Exactly. That's what we're going to do. You know, that's what we're going to start doing. And think about if we did that for one day, how we could influx our community with cash flow. That would be crazy. You get what I'm saying? That would be crazy how we can just put that much cash into our community to start circulating. It's not going to start circulating at that very moment. But you start the circulation process right then on one day. And then you, they take that money and they bank with the black bank. You get what I'm saying? Right, I got you. And those black banks start issuing loans to black entrepreneurs. You get what I'm saying? Like, it's 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 ways that we can do this, people. We just have to be cognizant of the situation and not just do something because it's a fad or a trend. It has to right. be real results that come out of this. It got to be real results that come out of the financial blackout. If we going to do it, we got to do it. For real. Man, eat you some ramen noodles. 
Don't go to work if you got to. Man, you can take a day off. For real. Stay at the crib. Eat some noodles. Chill. Like, they don't got to spend no money. Walk. Carpool. You get what I'm saying? Like, man, in the 60s, these folks made a way in Montgomery. After Rosa Parks said she wasn't going to move and they did what they did to her, they made a way they was going to get to work without riding the bus. They walked. They carpooled. You get what I'm saying? They didn't go. Started their own taxi cabs. Exactly, bro. It was stuff that came out of that movement. So it has to be things that come out of these out of these movements. To where stuff is getting burned down. And I was watching something the other day that said, um, back in the sixties or the seventies, I forgot what it was, where they did some riots in Chicago and they burnt down some buildings on the south side. They still burnt down to this day. That Phoenix never rose. You get what I'm saying? Right. We live in a new era and we know too much. We got too much information in our hands. We're too smart. Too many of us have been to college and not using the information that we learn for no reason. You know what I'm saying? We're not using it. So what we have to do is we have to use the tools that we pay money for and put a plan and, and put this stuff to, you know, and start action. It's time to walk and not talk. That's what it's time to do. It's time to walk and not talk. Right. I just want to say this, you know, to kind of go back to, you know, um, the whole financial part of this. You know, uh, there was a time a couple of years ago. I don't know if anybody ever remembers this, but the Mexican community, they took a vow amongst each other. They would not go to work, bro. I don't know about, you know, Mississippi right now, but in the state of Texas, Mexicans run this hoe. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? In no terms doubt. of, like, the, what, the reason why I say this, like, if I go to a Popeye's chicken, church's chicken, anywhere like that in Mississippi, everybody in there going to be black. Right. You don't even see no white people working there. No doubt. You yeah. know what I'm saying? In Texas, everybody who work in churches and Popeye's, they Mexican. Shit crazy shit I ever seen when I mm-hmm. first moved to Texas. Yeah. So, so, you know, there was a day they didn't go to work. And I didn't think nothing of it. I didn't know nothing about it, to be honest with you. That's another thing. A lot Secrecy is key. When we're formulating these plans and, you know what I'm saying, not to just be like we're trying to develop a, the demise of white people, but I feel like we just air out too much of our information. And that's why we I was to trying start. to, yeah, I wasn't trying to, to go in depth, depth, you know what I'm saying? I'm just hitting it. I'm just hitting it just to let you know because yeah. that's, something, that's something for that Patreon for you to go back to. Right. But, these people, I didn't know nothing about it. If even if other people knew something about it, I didn't know nothing about it. So I went up, I pulled up to this Popeye, and I'm sitting at this damn window, bro, for like five, six minutes. I'm on my lunch break. I'm like, damn, bro. I know they see me out here, so I'm getting mad. So I just pull up to the front, to the front window, and the whole fucking establishment was closed. I don't know how I didn't see it before I pulled up. Whole establishment was closed. I didn't think nothing of it that day. Then I just said, damn, Popeye's closed. Went to another one. It was closed. I was like, well, fuck it. It just ain't for me to have no Popeye's there. A couple days later, somebody said something about all the Mexicans not going to work a couple days prior to that. And I was like, damn, bro, that's why I wasn't nobody in Popeye's. Because everybody that worked at Popeye's was Mexican. And they was not there, bro. The whole establishment was closed. So in order to make a lot of this shit that we have, that we put together, have legs, bro, we got to have that uniformity. Yep. I said all that to say this. You got to be together. 
you gotta be all to stand and see. I look at it like this, man. You gotta have people that's outside that's that's protesting. You yep. gotta have people outside that's rioting. You gotta have people like Colin Kaepernick and your Jay Z's and your Justin Timberlake's with financial years. It's levels to this shit, bro. Yep. And everybody can't operate in the same on the same level. Everybody, everybody not gonna everybody operate gotta, in the same capacity. Right, not at the same capacity. We all moving for the same call, but what is the body without the hand? Yep. You see what I'm saying? We all got to come together and be about it. And once we can, just like the statement you said when, from one of the video clips that's been out, uh, three different guys from three different age groups, three different generations are having a discussion about what they should be doing in the moment. Man. Two older dudes was talking to a, a, a teenager about what he should be doing. And he was lost, bro. He didn't know what to do. You know what I'm saying? He Man. didn't know which direction to go to when it just showed you that Three different generations of black people are not on the same page. That no matter what me. that agenda, man. That no matter me, what dog. that agenda is, bro, we're not on the same page. So we gotta definitely, if we talk about voting and elections and stuff like that, I I I, I can understand holding your your vote hostage because you have to demand what you want to vent, yep. what you want for your people. But have you an agenda. Don't just have do an it. agenda. I'm big on this at the current moment, man. Don't do it because it's a trend. Like somebody Thanks. see somebody do something and then they do it because everybody else doing it. Now we need to have group think. We need to always we need to group think as a group. We need to have group think and have a certain thought be our main focus. But it does not be to be group think as like uh sheep leading each other, sheep following each other. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, the blind leading the, the blind. blind leading the blind. And let me correct myself, I just did some research. The Jewish community, the dollar actually stays in their community 20 days. It's the white community that the dollar stays in 17 days. The Asian community, the dollar stays in their community 28 days. African Americans, our dollar circulate our communities for six hours. Six fucking hours, bro. Six hours. So we got to have an agenda, people. We got to have an agenda. And we got to stand firm on our, on our agenda. And it got to be the same agenda. Everybody That's has it. to be on the same page. That video and this is what I charge. crushed Go ahead. me. My bad. I'm, I don't mean to keep ranting about this, but I need to I need to get it out. You get what I'm saying? That video crushed me, bro. 163145. Don't nobody Crazy. know what to do. We nobody. all got different ways we handle in these situations. Let that would have been an Asian. He would have knew. They all would have been on the same page. Let that would have been three Jewish dudes. They would have been on the same page. Oh, we know three white dudes are all going to be on the same page because we just seen two of them, a son and a father, kill a black boy in cold no blood. We just saw that. See, we ain't even got over that shit. And they wondering why people riding in the streets. We ain't even got over Amar Aubrey yet. This man just got killed. And then you kill another one of us? And what we supposed to do? Come on. We shall overcome. I mean, you know, you get it how you live around here. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's just some crazy times, bro. Yeah. And, you know, I feel like a blackout will be very beneficial in terms of us getting what we need. We really need to put some heat on these presidential elections because I don't really feel like we have a candidate, and I don't want to get into that, a candidate that really represents us fully. Yeah. Um, opposed to them just thinking we that, he, that you just got the black vote just because of X, Y, Z. 
Um, but you know, it's, we, we have to live through the situation and see it. I, I say this on social media, bro. The documentary on twenty twenty gonna be a motherfucker twenty years. Oh man. my god! I can't wait. That shit gonna slap. <laughs> oh my god! Bro, that shit gonna go so hard. That is going to slap, bro. I hope I'm allowed to watch it just so I can say, that man, gonna go three hard. Hey. Everybody that's listening to this under the sound of my voice right now, I guarantee you, you're looking forward for 2020, 20 years now, so you can watch the twenty twenty documentary. Twenty forty. Okay, how are you gonna be? 2040, what I'll be. That's 20 years from now. I ain't gonna tell nobody my age. You gotta guess this shit. I'll be. However old I'll be, I'll be. No. Hell no. Hell no, dude. That's 20 years. 20 years older than what you is. I wouldn't be that old. I'd still be spry. Yeah, you mean? Especially we stop eating meat and shit. (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm gonna stop in a minute, bro. This is gonna be a nigga. This is gonna be a nigga. Uh, uh, spark to stop eating meat, man. I'm trying to catch the 2020 document. Right? Really? Right <laughs> For real, for real. I stopped drinking milk and everything around there. I'm trying to see that 2020 document. All that shit. Nigga ain't gonna be able to live without nacho. <laughs> it's over with. <laughs> but yeah, man, I still want to encourage everybody to be safe. You know, in the spirit of George Floyd and all the individuals who've been killed by uh, police officers, we, we our thoughts and prayers are still with your families. Yep. Um, we do understand that it's the time to stand up and not a time to shut up. So we do applaud everybody for taking a stand, and we encourage you to keep the fight going until we see a change happen about in the world. However you decide to do that, we I advise you not to put yourself in a situation that will cause more detriment to the cause yep. or yourself. Um, but you know what I'm saying Be smart about it You know what I'm saying Be logical And let's be progressive I want to say this one last thing About our economic stance uh, In this blackout I want y'all to think about this I want y'all to keep in mind African Americans have 1.1 A 1.1 trillion dollar uh, 1.1 trillion dollars in buying power Think about that On this blackout on July 7th we have $1.1 trillion in buying power. That's a lot. Think about that if you took that away in one day. Just think about it. That shit crazy. Yep. You just seen it. Like you said, the model is there. The model's always already there. Think about coronavirus. Think about what coronavirus did. Yep. That's think it. about if we could be if we could be viral in this situation as well. Yep. We could be something that spread through the country, <laughs> that spark a change, to make everybody change the way that they live and the way that they look at us. Yep. Think about it, we can do that. For sure. So we're going to get into the Capital Week, man. I know you got a Capital Week for it. No cap. Oh, man. Your boy Donnie, man. He's back on the Capital Week, man. Donald Trump is going to become like our resident. Uh, <laughs> he had to be like our resident Capital Week person, bro. Yeah, I feel like he the resident donkey today, so I don't mind him being our resident Capital Week. <laughs> he the resident fool, bro. Let me before I go into the Capital Week, bro. Did you see the pictures of everybody holding their Bible up in I front of the church, bro? <laughs> did you I get a chance, right bro? Go look at that man holding that Bible up. 
Bro, I did hear a lady look like it's a national championship trophy. <laughs> I did hear a lady say that he never came to church. Um, Bro, he he only came when he through for his inaugural speech. So and he claimed his church, and I'm like, damn, dude is he a that man a joke. But um, Donald Trump in one of his um, he put out a statement, and he said that Antifa. And we'll get into what Antifa is. He said that Antifa is a domestic terrorist. Now, I think that's cap. And if you're not familiar with what Antifa is, um, Antifa is short for anti-fascist. Right. So, and fascists are usually people, if you know anything about politics, fascists are people that are usually on the left. So, they're left-wing right. people. You know what I'm saying? They're against, like, they against like um like equal equality. They're a one party dictatorship. You know what I'm saying? It's like a right. if I had to compare it to something, you know how it's like China. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like a dictator. It's like a dictatorship like or North Korea. Right. It's like North Korea. So gotcha. for him to say that fascism he well, what Donald Trump basically said is like, our country is on the side of fascism. If he said that anti-fascists, which is what Antifa is, are domestic terrorists, he said they're funded by uh, people with large sums of money to 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 riot and wreak havoc on the American government. That's stupid. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, it's cap. That's cap. Like, why? Why are you? I don't understand. I give you more. I give you more simplistic reason why is why is cap. Because why isn't an organization like the KKK considered a domestic terrorist group? You see what I'm saying? Like people that actually who who have been proven to cause harm to certain types of people who speak freely about the hate in their heart about certain groups and types of people, they are not considered a domestic terrorist. But any type of organization like this, bro, let's go back. Just We talked about leadership. Let's go back to the Black Panther Party. They also were considered domestic a domestic terrorist. Yep. You see what I'm saying? And and look how they dismantled that group. That was a group that was progressive. That was a group that was providing leadership. Not only were they providing leadership, it was providing a lot of different community. I mean, a lot of programs in black communities. It started from some brothers trying to Keep little kids from getting killed at a cross at a cross cross you know stop sign. You yeah. know what I'm saying? They wouldn't put a, a stopping light there, so these brothers took it up on themselves to make sure the kids got through and didn't get hit by cars. You take that that origin and you make it seem like these people are terrorists because they're trying to protect their people. It's fucking crazy, bro. So yeah, that's Cap Donald Trump. Yeah, that's Cap. So. Antifa, keep doing what you're doing. Man, if y'all got an agenda, link up with the people. See how we can work together, man. That's a fact, man. Well, like I say, man, we're going to wrap it up. We're going to get on up out of here. Again, encouraging everybody to stay safe and shit, man. You know, be yourself. For real, man. Be yourself, man. Do what you feel is right. That's the, the, man, that's like, that's like golden rule number one, man. Be yourself. And especially in in this situation. 
Man, be who you are. You get what That's I'm saying? Right. Don't go out here. Especially if you know who you are. Exactly. Who you are. And if be you yourself. don't know who you are, take this time to not riot. Don't take this time to protest. Take this time to figure out who you are. And what side you stand on. I want to encourage you, everybody, before we get out of here, man, if you can, I think it's on Facebook. It's a very inspiring message from this pastor in Alabama. His name is uh, Mike Woods, Pastor Mike Woods Jr. Go look his speech up, man. Go look his speech up, man. That'll help you figure out where you stand. Check that out too. Man, once again, we appreciate y'all for joining us. This is the No Cap Podcast. Be sure to follow me on social media. You can follow me on Twitter at Javier Fresco. Follow me on IG at Sweatshot Fresco. And you can follow me on IG at Look It's the General and on Twitter at Snugs the Zero. I'm about to change my, my handles so that I'll be one thing. But y'all share, yeah. man. Y'all, we got a new, we got a page on Facebook. Y'all gonna follow the page on Facebook. Man, oh, speaking of that, man, we do appreciate everybody who has followers on that page. We've been getting a lot of feedback and uh, a lot of responses to that. So we do appreciate everybody who just joined that page. If you haven't joined yet, please be sure to go check us out on Facebook, the No Cap Podcast uh, Facebook page. All right, man. It's been one. Y'all take these jewels, take these gems, let them soak in. We love y'all. It's been a no-cop podcast. We out.